0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of T Janae. I'm your host, Janae Kirshner of Janae Kirshner Photography and the photo education and coaching site, Tea with Janae. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. I'm so excited for today's brand new episode because I'm chatting with Maria Del Mar all about if hashtags are even important anymore. Maria shares her thoughts and research on why hashtags are still important how we should be using them, how to create our own hashtag banks, and how to avoid overusing our favorite hashtags. A little bit about Maria before we get started is that she is the CEO and founder of SMS Media, a wedding social media management and coaching business in the DC area. With over seven years in digital marketing, she has a passion for marketing as a whole, user behavior, buyer psychology, copywriting, and analytics. I hope you liked today's episode. It was so much fun getting to chat with Maria and picking her brain all about hashtags. Let's grab a cup of tea and enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm so excited you guys are here. I have a wonderful guest on the line today. Maria, can you say hi to everybody? Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you here. I'm so pumped to talk about hashtags and to see if they're still important. So I'm excited to pick your brain about that.
1: (laughs) Of course, I think hashtags are one of the topics that a lot of people have questions about and get little answers to.
0: Exactly. Yeah, I know. So I'm super pumped and social media in general, like people struggle with. So if we can help someone out today, that would be really, really great. But before we get started, let's introduce you to our listeners. Can you tell everybody a little bit about you, your company, and, and how you got started in the business? Yeah. So as you know, my
1: name is Maria Oliva, and I'm a social media coach and manager for wedding vendors. So I serve particular wedding vendors. And um it's amazing because I, I feel like how everything started came full circle from when I was 15. It's one of those uh, full circle moments in life. Um, I wanted to be a wedding photographer at that point, And then everything just led me to actually serving wedding vendors, which is great.
0: That's awesome. So did, were you a wedding photographer at one point?
1: No, I just really wanted to. <laughs> I really wanted to be one. Um, but I think that. That love for the wedding industry and for photography and all the creative creative aspects of you know the wedding planning process and what happens, um, always stayed with me somehow. It, it was just always there.
0: That's awesome. So, how did you start your um social media company?
1: Yeah, so I worked at a digital marketing agency for two years, and I did paid ads there. So all things the Google ads and all that stuff. And then um, COVID hit. And I realized that what I really loved about that company was the culture and the culture was no longer there because, you know, we were stuck at home. Mm -hmm. Um, So I found myself just looking online, figuring out, you know, what side hustles I could get just to distract myself from all the chaos. And I found an article saying you could be a social media manager and have your own business with it, not working in a company. And it was just like instantly everything that I always wanted (laughs) just came full circle. And I was like, this is it. And I created my Instagram profile then. And I swear after that day, I had never stopped. I've never stopped growing my business and just focusing on this.
0: That's awesome. Oh, I love that. Congratulations. That's so exciting. (laughs) <laughs> thank
1: you, thank you so much. It's one of those like uh, I think like cheesy stories, but but it's the truth. This is yeah. what happened?
0: <laughs> oh, I love it. It's inspiring. You're going to inspire people. It's so exciting. I mean, if you can do it, anyone can. That's so great.
1: That's right. Anyone can do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I love this. Okay, so let's jump in. Let's talk all about hashtags. You know, and let's break it down for someone who is literally brand new, <laughs> doesn't know what it is. Can you sort of explain? What a hashtag is, and you know what they are, and and how do they work?
1: Absolutely. So, hashtags are essentially words or phrases, like you could see them usually with a pound sign in the beginning. Well, not usually, always, they always have a pound sign out front, and then it has a word or a phrase. Um, They serve essentially as an indicator to the algorithm or algorithms because you could use them in different places. that a particular post or piece of content essentially belongs to that category. So for example, if you were using hashtag wedding photographer as a, um, as a hashtag, then all of the hashtags that use that the algorithm would say, Oh, okay, this is a category wedding photographers and they all belong there.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, so basically when you open up, I think Instagram is kind of where we should kind of stick. Cause that's sort of mm-hmm. what we're going to be talking about the most. Yeah. So like if you were to search hashtags, it's basically every image or video or reel um, that is tagged with that will kind of be up there, right? Like would show up somewhere, maybe not at the top, but would be in that feed somehow, right?
1: Yes. So hashtags do have feeds. Essentially, I call it I call them feeds or profiles. Like we have profiles for our businesses is the same thing for that category or hashtag. Um, So like you said, any hashtag, any post that has used that particular hashtag will belong and you can find it somewhere in that feed. I
0: got it. Yeah, okay. So hopefully people understand what a hashtag is, how they work, how they show up. You can search by them. And then, you know, I guess... Why? Why are they even important? Well, they're important because,
1: and that's a good question, <laughs> um, because of the algorithm. Essentially, the algorithm works in categories. Like it likes categorizing people, it likes categorizing posts, it likes categorizing, you know, our behaviors on the app. And a great indicator for a hashtag to to use them and to encourage people to use them is because. People can find you through hashtags. There's a bunch of people out there that find their wedding planners, photographers, and other wedding vendors directly through a hashtag, spe- especially local hashtags as well. Um, so it's, I usually like to think of hashtags of opportunities to reach a potential collaborator or client and each hashtag that you use is a different or an added opportunity to reach the people that you want to attract into your business.
0: Oh, I love that. I, I love thinking of a hashtag as an opportunity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, that I think that's actually really helpful um, for people who might struggle with it, right? So you might have, I think for me, it's like, oh, each hashtag is an opportunity now and to get in front of that right person, which makes it a little less scary, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's just fun. You're like, okay, another opportunity to reach my, you know, my ideal client or um, the couples that I want to attract in my business. So
0: yeah, I love that. Yeah, no, that's awesome. So let's, you know, I know Instagram has like a minute, a maximum, right? So you can use thirty hashtags. You know what? You know how? What are your thoughts? Like, should we be using all thirty? Is it better to use ten? I know some people say. Put the hashtags in the comment, in in the post. Like there's so much noise about how to use them. You know, what do you think?
1: And that's such a great question. And one of the things that I I'm always talking about on Instagram and that I think it's one of the core values of my business is I like breaking through the noise because there's too much noise out there and people don't know exactly what to do. Mm -hmm. And my recommendation is always using 30 hashtags. And the reason why is even though Instagram said not long ago to use less, we have tested it out. I have a group of other social media managers that manage different types of accounts and they all tested it out with their clients, with their personal profiles, with their business profiles and small business owner accounts need the 30 hashtags because like I said, if you're taking away those opportunities and only using seven, you're not reaching as many people. So mm-hmm. the content would get less engagement, would get less reach, the accounts will grow less. So my recommendation is using 30 hashtags and just, you know, just use them all because you have the opportunity to do it. As far as where to put the hashtags in, there's no right or wrong answer. It depends on what you want to do. You can put it in the caption, you could put it on the the comment and it should perform the same way. However, there is a little bit of a caveat with that. Because of the algorithm, it's important to, if you're gonna add your hashtags into the comment section, that you do that within like five to 10 seconds of the post getting scheduled out. Because if not, they don't perform as well.
0: Oh, that's a big tip, you guys. You should listen to that, say it again. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I'll say it again for everyone listening. If you have to use the hashtags in the comment section, you have to do that within five to 10 seconds of the post going out or going live. If not, they won't perform as well.
0: That's that's a great tip. And do you use, I don't know if we're going to get into this later, but I, I use later, which is a planning software for Instagram and they have that first comment um, section. I don't know if you're familiar with that, where you can put all the hashtags in that first comment. Would yes. you suggest using that? Because then it's it's really automatically done for you and you don't have to worry about being late.
1: Yeah. In that sense, like if you have a scheduling tool um, just like later, then just put it in the comments section there and that shouldn't be a problem.
0: I love that. So let's get down to the nitty gritty of this topic. Are hashtags even important anymore?
1: <laughs> yes. Okay. They're definitely still important. They still help you reach a certain amount of people. Um, I cannot post <laughs> post out there without my thirty hashtags because they would. It just doesn't perform as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a must, right? Like it's not going anywhere.
1: Mm-hmm. They're not going anywhere, and like I said earlier, it's just the way of the algorithm knowing that these categories exist how many people are using them you know it, it's even an indicator of because people can also follow hashtags as they follow an account they start showing you content from those hashtags that you're following organically oh, wow. so it yeah. is a the algorithm sees that as okay you're following this hashtag you're using this hashtag on your posts. So let me show you a little bit more of the similar content. And then Mm -hmm. you get paired with more people, you get shown to more people. So yes, they're definitely super important
0: still. So I just had a thought. So if, so I'm a wedding photographer and Mm -hmm. I am now having this light bulb moment with you, like live, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) like you, people should be thinking like their customers, right? Like their ideal clients. And maybe searching those hashtags that they're searching for. Like I I always try to think like that um, as best I can, but then I get sort of stuck down the rabbit hole of like photography, wedding photographer, you know, things that are kind of high, like you know, lots of competition. Do you what do you suggest? Like, how should people be crafting these hashtags? Like, should we have a mix of high competition, low competition? You know it's really specific i would love to pick your brain about that
1: yeah and i love the first thing that you mentioned because you nailed it in the head like hashtags are and should be used to find your ideal clients so you should be using some of those hashtags in your group of 30. Mm -hmm. so to go into like the nitty-gritty and like the strategy piece of it um Hashtags, like we said, and we've already established, have a feed within them, right? So a hashtag like wedding photographer may have millions and millions and millions of posts within it. So a small business owner should not use those huge hashtags because there's so many people using them daily. Your posts will not be seen by your ideal client which is why we're using it in the first place right right so I always recommend that um all small business owners especially wedding vendors because um unless you're a international wedding photographer or a I don't know why I'm blanking on the name but um
0: destination
1: Yes, yes. destination, wedding, photographer, or planner, you're usually hyper-local. So your business is locally focused. So using those huge hashtags that are just very vague is what I like to call them and big Mm -hmm. will not help you reach like you're losing that opportunity. You're wasting that. That's one opportunity of the 30 that you're wasting. So my sweet spot is using niche hashtags that have 300,000 posts or less within them.
0: Oh, okay. That's a good tip. Yes, write that down. Yeah, that's awesome. Write it down.
1: 300 posts or less within it. That's how all of my clients' um, hashtag vaults and hashtag groups are created. That's how all of my hashtags are created. It doesn't matter if you have 500 followers, 1,000, 7,000, 20,000, like, use those small niche hashtags or like medium size i would call them um because those are the ones that are going to give you more results
0: i love that wait so you just said something i'm like what is a hashtag vault (laughs) what is that
1: (laughs) so it's kind of something that i do for my clients and provide so essentially it's a google sheet with over 150 hashtags that match all the criteria that i've been talking about in in this podcast um and that match the different criteria that I'll mention in just a second. So there'll be like very local hashtags. So let's say like I'm in the DC area. So all of like DC weddings, DC wedding photographer, DC wedding elopement, like all of those like different um, local hashtags. Yeah. And then also yeah. hashtags that describe their ideal client. So a lot of my clients have like travel um Travel couples, so couples that like to travel, couples that are bloggers, like there's different criteria, right, of, of all of our ideal clients. So I ask my clients that and create, you know, find those, um, The other criteria would be the services that you offer. So a lot of wedding photographers don't only offer wedding photography. They offer elopement photography, but also they may offer like family portraits or other types of services. So adding those in um, and then any hashtags that is descriptive of you. So maybe for you, it would be like you're a womanpreneur, you're a savvy business owner, like those hashtags. So to recap, all of your hashtag groups, so that group of 30 should be composed of hashtags that are hyper local focused, should describe your service or services, should describe your ideal client, and what your business is about. So as a person, like you're a woman, you're a male, um, you're, it's a Black-owned business, it's a Latina-operated business and those sort of sorts of things.
0: Oh, I love that. So that's a great tip. So making your own vaults, as you said, and then you have four sections inside each sort of set of 30. So I, I love yes. that. So you have four different ways to to really have four different opportunities for someone to see you.
1: Exactly. And in different criteria, because if you used only the wedding, wedding photography, wedding planning, hashtags, like there's so many people that you can reach there, right? But if yeah. you're using some local ones, like a, a lot of um, couples and young couples love going to breweries and wineries. You use some of those like local winery ones, like those people, your ideal clients are hanging out on those hashtags and they're looking for those hashtags to find the next place they're going to go to during the weekend. You want to show up there.
0: Okay. I love this. This is great. So now we know like how to make them, what to search for, what to put in, you know, what should we, are there certain hashtags we should avoid?
1: That's a great question. And there's a lot of hashtags that are what they call shadow banned. Um, And usually there's a bunch of articles out there, you know, for like some shadow banned hashtags are, but in general, they're like these hashtags that get way too much traction and people use uh spam so for Mm -hmm. example for national holidays a lot of the national holiday hashtags are shadow banned because so many people are using them that like instagram doesn't want to show it to more people because they're getting used too much oh
0: wow i thought shadow banning wasn't really real
1: it it is real in the sense of hashtags
0: (laughs) okay all right Okay, so maybe they won't shadow ban your account, but some of hashtags are just totally avoided.
1: Yeah, and if you use it, it may just be like uh now that red flags are a thing, it may be a red flag for Instagram because you're using the hashtags. So they may be like, Okay, is this person gonna use more of these like forbidden quote unquote hashtags? And a lot of the hashtags that are, you know, quote unquote forbidden or shadow banned are hashtags that are sensitive, like like weird what you can imagine like weird horrible things those are the ones obviously that they don't want us to use and we shouldn't be using and i hope nobody listening would want to use them Um, (laughs) but just as an example so that you get a sense of that
0: yeah so something that maybe not is totally inappropriate you should stay away from (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) okay i like i get it now so you know I guess, you know, we're we're focusing on Instagram, but I know we talked, you touched about this in the beginning where hashtags can cross over to different platforms, right? Like one social media platform will do something and other people will copy. Do you think it's the same sort of mentality or objective across all the platforms? Meaning I know Pinterest can use it. um, I know Twitter, like, what do you think about that?
1: So my focus is usually Instagram and Facebook. So I I wouldn't know what to say, I guess, about Twitter or Pinterest. However, a good tip that I can give is not using hashtags on Facebook.
0: Oh, okay. They that's don't
1: work the same, even though they're like the meta, um, you know, the same company.
0: They yeah. don't work the same. Oh, that's good to know. Okay. So don't even bother with Facebook.
1: Yeah. And if you're posting on both sides so you know sometimes with our scheduling tools we can schedule on both platforms at the same time i would just go back and
0: edit the facebook one and remove the hashtags i got it yeah that makes sense so i actually um i use this app called flick i don't know if you've heard of them do you use that for hashtags
1: No, I like doing it the old way, like just like the (laughs) archaic way of actually going one by one and finding the hashtags that work for me because, for example, there may be a hashtag, let me just say, local, hashtag local winery or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. The hashtag may seem like it's ideal for my client if their ideal client fits that criteria, but sometimes it's good to go into the actual feed and seeing how it's being used Yeah, because sometimes the hashtag has a meaning but the way that it's getting used is completely different so i like to keep an eye on that um, myself and look at all the criteria and i guess having a little bit more control of what i'm using but i'm not saying using other platforms or um things that can help you find hashtags faster. That's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Like, yes, feel free to use those.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I use Flick and I find it great because it tells me like, what's the high, medium and low competition. But mm-hmm. I also like doing what you said because sometimes, yeah, you don't know what it's actually used, being used for. And I like to make sure... Um, my photos are in the right feeds, you know, like those buckets. Yeah. So I love, I do a little bit of both. Like I'm a little bit lazy and want to be fast (laughs) about it. And then I'll like go in and double check. So I like doing both of those, which is great. Awesome. Cool. So, I mean, this, I mean, I feel like we've had so many tips and tricks and like things to really listen to again and write it down. (laughs) <laughs> and, and like reevaluate your whole hashtag, you know, sort of strategy here. And I'm just wondering, you know, if somebody's new listening, or maybe, you know, anybody listening, really, like, can you share maybe like three top tips for them, you know, when they're using hashtags that people can do like immediately after we, after this podcast is over?
1: Yes, absolutely. So the first one would be posting and using 30 hashtags on every post. Don't forget there are 30 opportunities. Number two would be using each hashtag. So hashtags that have 300,000 posts or less within them. And within their feed, and number three would be don't use the same group of hashtags every day. Instead, create two to three groups based on your content pillars or content strategy, and switch them up every day.
0: Yeah, those are awesome. Yeah, make your own. Take the time to make your own, and uh, you know, hashtag vaults, and, mm-hmm. and really follow Maria's advice here, where you've got. Your hashtag vaults that you can rotate, right? So that's like one tip. And then you've got inside those vaults, you have four different pillars, right? Of like who you're trying to uh, connect with or where you want to be found. And then, and then rotate them out. Like you'd have content, you'd have new hashtags for every day of the week if you just did that. <laughs>
1: Exactly. And one of, one of the things that I like using with the uh, or doing with my vaults and the vaults that I create for my clients is I actually pull from all those different categories, I pull like four groups of 30 hashtags to use. So um, like for example, they're using an educational post. Um, so I have a group for that. So every time my client or we're scheduling content that's educational, the same group of hashtags will go with that type of post. So it makes it much easier.
0: I love that. That's so smart. And what I love about you is that you specifically help wedding clients, right? I feel like the wedding world is such a different breed where, you know, some things just don't translate. So it's nice to know that you are specifically versed in the wedding industry. And that's a real asset, I think, to your clients. So I'm so excited that you're here helping our listeners today. So thank you so much.
1: Of course. Thank you for having me. I, I love the wedding industry and I have learned, you know, the power of community and the wedding industry and the power of connection and all those things. And I think one of the reasons that I love it even more now that I'm, you know, focused specifically to helping wedding vendors is I run my business that way too. Mm-hmm. Community is very important to me. Connecting is very important to me. Helping others is very important to me above anything else.
0: I love that. Well, that's awesome. Maria, thank you so much for being here today. It was such a pleasure. Let's tell everybody how they can find out more about you, your services, and say hello to you online. Of course. So,
1: I am, like I said, very archaic still. I've built my business entirely through Instagram. So, that's the best way to find me. So, my um, username is at sms underscore media PR. Or you could email me if you would like to chat over there at sms at gmail.com.
0: Awesome. Cool. Well, all this information will be in the show notes. You guys could just swipe on up right now, click on the links and let Maria know you listened to today's episode. Maria, thank you so much for being here and hope to have you on again soon. You too. Like today's episode i want to say thank you to maria to being our wonderful guest today it was so wonderful to get to know you and talk to you and pick your brain all about hashtags if you guys want to find out more about maria and the services she offers swipe on up click on the show notes and let her know you listened to today's episode i can't wait to share our next cup of tea together bye you guys